KISS PR Brand Story Podcast. Amplify your stories by getting you featured in large news outlets like Associated Press, Yahoo News, Fox, NBC, ABC News Affiliates, over 500 news sites submitted to Bloomberg, journalists, bloggers, and now the podcast. Feature story is... This is Kamar Zaman, host of Subject Matter Expert Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having a visionary that is going to be from a project called Community Made. Her name is Shannon Scott. She's a founder of the company Community Made. They are makers of premium and custom shoes, handmade locally in the United States, especially in LA. As per their websites, the founder and the co-founder are considered umami of the business world. Without further ado, let's get to know them. Hello, Shannon. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you for having us on the show. Thank you for having uh, coming on the show. So, Shannon, before we get into the project community, mate, tell me a little bit about you so the audience can get to know you, and then we are going to dig deeper in uh, to learn more about your shoe project. Sure. So uh, my background, as well as my co-founders, we come from the footwear industry and we've worked at larger companies. So my career, I spent 26 years at ASICS, which is an athletic footwear brand. Um, And towards the end of my tenure there, I was the VP of uh, the marketing department. So I got to see firsthand, you know, operations of a, a larger company and my Co-founder Sean um, had a varied career at other big companies. So Nike Asics, which is where we met. Um, he was at Vans. He had a few of his own companies. And then his most recent um, experience was with the Toms. So he was one of the original five founders at Toms. So each of these companies really enabled us to kind of look at you know, the best practices of larger companies and then We did see some areas where we thought we could really improve on the business model for footwear uh, manufacturing, which is really what planted the seeds for Community Made. Very interesting. And thanks for introducing your background story. Um, So what was the reason of creating Community Made specifically? Because this shoe uh, industry is very competitive. You get import shoes, you get shoes that are made here, and you are making shoe locally. So tell us about the project community made? Well, I think Sean's background is in uh, product design and development, which brought him overseas where he was working firsthand with uh, traditional overseas manufacturing. And really what started to unfold through that experience is, is kind of uncovering the flaws with overseas mass production and why it's, it's destined for uh, being obsolete. So it's it's slow. It's really, really slow. It's inflexible. You can't adapt a lot. It's risky, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, currently with the pandemic, I think we all understood what supply chain really means. I mean, if you think back in April of 2020, when people couldn't find toilet paper, that's supply Absolutely. chain. Absolutely. Um, so we're seeing a lot of rising costs with transportation. Um, and then really, you know, the, the big one is really the festering human rights and sustainability issues. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he experienced that while I, from the marketing perspective, really saw what pulling production closer to where the customers are. There's a lot of benefits um, from the customer side. You can um, understand uh, what the brand's really all about. It gives you better choices um, as far as being able to be closer to the, the customer. You can personalize products. And then what that really does is creates an emotional connection to the brand and the products that you may not necessarily have with a faceless kind of overseas production model. I see. So a lot of insights into this because you guys make these shoes uh, locally in LA and I've seen your website. You have beautiful shoes um, for men and women. So take us through the journey. You know, what kind of shoes are you making? You're definitely uh, not making the athletic shoes, are you? No, the, the line is really inspired by what I want to call, you know, the Los Angeles casual lifestyle, but at, you know, a premium level. So the line is a unisex designs, but it's a different fit for men and women. So we've developed our own proprietary last, which is the way that the shoe fits based off of all of our experience at the bigger companies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's shoes that are equally comfortable and fashionable. So you can, you know, for guys, you can wear them with suits for women. They're, you know, they look great with dresses and skirts as they do with casual athletic clothing. I see. Cause I'm a big fan of shoes. And when I looked at your designs, I was floored because you guys have really some nice, uh, elegant designs. They don't look like, you know, simple shoes. They're very creative. And I've, I've seen that. So in terms of the manufacturing facility, how big is your plant? Like how many shoes can you make? So we've we've got kind of three different levels of manufacturing capabilities. We've got our boutique studio-made production where we're able to run all of our custom projects. Um, we've got a mid-range facility that we do, um, for example, other people other brands have come to us. Um, They also see the vision of locally made production. So we're able to help them at various levels produce their own products. And then our bigger factory um, where we do the the bigger runs, once we find the models that need the bigger production that they can produce up to 2000 pairs a month currently. Um, But we have plans to scale that even further as we bring on um, more customers of our own, as well as other customers. And based on uh, your story, when did you guys actually start? When was the first shoe uh, that was launched or product launch was done? So April of 2017, we launched a Kickstarter program that um, funded in three days, which was great because that enabled us to move right into production. So our first shoes rolled off the line in July of 2017. Oh, wow. So this project was on Kickstarter. What was your, what was your raising amount? How much were you raising at that time? Uh, $50,000. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We've, um, we've, We feel so passionate about this project. We have self-funded the brand to date. Mm -hmm. Um, We're at that point right now where we are in a great position to scale. So we're going to be putting together a fundraise currently to um, expand, which is super exciting. Which which is the the 
the Kickstarter model has kind of matured. So, and because you have a great market and great product, you shouldn't have any difficulty going to the shark tanks, I guess. <laughs> well, we you're inspiring. Thank you. Thanks for the confidence. <laughs> we yeah, no, we're we're excited. We love we love sharing the story. And I feel like in even the past six months, the momentum for this type of business model has accelerated dramatically. I think as you know, crazy as a pandemic is, it really forced this conversation 10 years ahead which, you know, for us is, is great. I think, you know, we, we saw it and to have other people see it now is, is validating. Right. And in your opinion, based on your sales, uh, who is your target audience that, that is actually buying these shoes from you? Uh, you know, I like to call them considered consumers. So these are customers who are uh, digging into the, the brand itself. You know, what does the brand stand for? Um, they're very conscious of how things are made, where they're made, who's mm-hmm. making them, um, whether they're produced using sustainable materials and, you know, fair living wages. So, um, you know, I think it's evenly split between male, female, and I'd say age-wise, they're early 30s. They've got some disposable income, but, you know, really they're conscious consumers. Um, which is exciting for us. And in terms of the product uh, pricing, what what is the average price of a shoe? Uh, for our uh, ready-made products, which are products you can buy um, right off the shelf, they range from two hundred to three hundred, and then custom products start at four hundred dollars. Okay, so you also make custom shoes, so somebody can come to the website, select what they want and get it done. Yes. And we offer uh, ranges of customization. So uh, you can just select a different color within the range. You know, so for example, if we don't, you really love our uh, green and you want to see it in a different shoe, we can do that. We can do embroideries, custom laser etchings, or if you want to totally design your own shoe. So we've got customers that come to us with their, own designs, we help them create a pattern, prototype it, and get a you know get a one-off shoe of their of their design. Wow, that, that is unique because yeah. that that is not available in these big brand stores. So that that makes it, and people can customize for wedding, birthdays, etc. Now, do you do kids shoes, or this is just for adults? We have not gotten into kids shoes yet. I do see that on the horizon. Um, as our line expands. See, I also read somewhere on the website that you give a certain percentage to donations of the choice. Tell me about that. Uh, what's the uh, background of that? Sure. I think, you know, uh, Tom's really informed the idea of being able to operate a business, not just for profits only, but really being able to give back to the community. So we have three charities that we work with locally. We're in the arts district of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And so we looked around and and identified areas of need um, in uh, at-risk youth. So in the arts and education of at-risk youth. And then um, 
the ending homelessness. So we've got three groups that we donate to on a regular basis and do fundraisers for them. But the idea is that each customer gets to choose their passion project that, you know, we want to help them contribute towards. So um, we donate up to 20% of the purchase price uh, to the customer's charity of choice. That's interesting. Thank you so much for all these details. Is there anything else that you would want to tell the audience who is listening uh, and we haven't covered? Um, I just, you know, I, I feel like this movement that's happening right now, um, you know, we talk about what's the equivalent in other industries. So if you think about farm to table, you know, that was really all about local um, getting closer to where the things are produced that people are consuming. So, you know, for us, it's really all about factory defeat kind of idea of producing closer to where customers are. Um, it's just got so many benefits. It helps provide jobs for the community. It provides a better connection. The sustainability issues, you know, we're not shipping stuff um, from overseas. So the carbon footprints are better. Yeah. Um, and then I think, you know, having premium products really is better for the planet in the long run. You know, imagine buying one pair of premium shoes versus five pairs of sub premium shoes. Yes. You're probably going to, you're probably going to pay the same price, but in the end, you're not contributing to the landfills. You know, you wear them three times and they fall apart. That's not yeah. good for the, yeah. the planet. So you know, it really is, it's a sustainable business model in the long run. Yeah. One question I have that uh, people that have uh, problems with plantar fasciitis and uh, do you handle those types of shoes also? We do. Um, we create, um, we do in-person measurements and what we do is we create a custom last for that customer. So it's a foot form of their, you know, their personal foot. And what we're able to do after that is create shoes just for them that are biomechanically fit for them. And they have to come to your store or how do you do that if this was somebody that was in other part of the world? We have done, especially during the pandemic, we have done um, video analysis. So we explain to them where to take the measurements. Um, so we we can do that. It's always Great to see, well, now it's great to see people in person again. <laughs> but um, yeah, we do have the capability of doing it um, via video chat as well. So those are all just custom shoe consultations that we do. And for somebody that is short, you normally wear the heels and they wear shoes with heels like the athletes' uh, shoes. So how do you guys handle that part? Do you guys add, you know, height to the shoe? So somebody that's short like me. <laughs> we can always find you a different outsole. Um, so we we have been working with a few different types of outsoles that we stock on the regular, but we also love to go shopping and find just that specific type of outsole that you're looking for, midsole, which gives you that little bit of extra height. I'm laughing because we had yeah. Um, somebody working with us that she specifically asked for a pair, you know, just for that reason, she, she's a little bit shorter as well. So it was good. Yeah. And and yeah. to maintain the shoe, because I saw some of your collection that is made of suede and leather. What are the recommendations for your shoe or for that matter, any shoe? What, is, what would you recommend since you're the, you know, shoe expert? Sure. Uh, suede is a gorgeous material uh, that we always recommend uh, before first wearing, treating it with a suede protector. 
So what that does is it provides a layer of, um, you know, spills or extra dirt on that. And then just regular, there's, there are suede brushes that you can buy um, either at a shoe store or online that basically just fluffs up the the suede um, and brings the oils back out. Uh, Leather actually is a great material, um, especially premium, premium leathers, I'll qualify. Um, They just with a little conditioning are really easy to clean. Um, The outsoles, which is kind of the, you know, the white part of the shoe um, is super simple to clean with just dish soap and a rag, believe it or not. Um, And then we also offer a vegan material that is equally uh, cleanable just with a nice uh, leather conditioner cleaner. Um, And all these you can buy online. We right now use a local supplier called Angelus that Mm -hmm. we really like their materials um, as far as cleaning and it's about a start to finish in about a 15 minute process and your shoes like brand new. I see. Well, that's a great insight into shoe, different products that you guys have. Tell the audience how they can come and uh, see your website and learn more. Sure. So you can check us out online at communitymade.com and that's spelled C-O-M-U-N-I-T-Y-M-A-D-E.com. Um, or you can swing by our showroom where we are located in downtown Los Angeles in the Arts District at 584 Mateo Street. Uh, it's a great area just to hang out, museums and art and plenty of great food to be had as well. Perfect. That, that is great. Thank you, Shannon. And one last statement that I read on your website and we introduced in the beginning also. You are together the umami of the business world. Tell me that because I had never seen that word before, so I had to Google it. leave us us with that thought uh, Uh, umami so umami is the perfect blend of flavors and spices together Um, our backgrounds so I come from the marketing side Sean comes from product design and development and so together we're kind of this formidable force in the footwear world I'd like to say without bragging but bragging (laughs) yes well no you should brag because you have a great product so thank you so much for coming on the subject matter expert podcast and um, we will um, promote your podcast so more shoes are sold and keep uh, giving more to the community thank you for amazing thank you for having us thank you for listening to our brand story podcast powered by kiss pr brand story want to get featured on a story like this visit story.kisspr.com